0: Uh,
1: roger waters it was the lead singer to pink floyd or one of the lead singers and lead uh writers and he had a very, very bad falling out with the band to the point where the band sort of abandoned him and took the name Pink Floyd. And f- it just was like, fuck you, you're out. It's, it's kind of fucked up. There's, like a, there's a story where, where Pink Floyd and Roger Waters are both playing in Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, Roger Waters is playing, like, a small theater, whereas Pink Floyd, his band, is playing the same day in an arena across town. And, of course, they're selling out, and Roger Waters is struggling to sell tickets, and he's just like, what the fuck? But, you know, that's what happens with these bands, man. But... I can see why he he's such he was such a he's such a prick. Like anytime you hear him talk, he's just such a prick, right? But he's he's a fucking genius. I love Pink Floyd. I I just they're one of my favorite bands of all times, and uh, Roger Waters is a, is a fantastic singer songwriter. He's not the great of a singer, but he's a fantastic songwriter and uh i i don't know let's get into this art article here because this shit is hilarious and i could see why people fucking why he got kicked out of his own band Roger waters threw shade at both the weekend and drake after the former pink floyd rocker found himself overshadowed in the canadian press by two hometown artists waters this is not a drill tour rolled into toronto on july 8th the same day the weekend's after hours till dawn trek was set to kick off in the city while the Weekend's gig at the Rogers Center was ultimately postponed due to Canada-wide power issues, which, what the fuck's going on in Canada, y'all? Why are they having power issues? Uh, Water's show at Scotiabank Arena somehow still proceeded as scheduled. Somehow still proceeded as scheduled. However, in an interview with Canadian newspaper The Globe and Mail, the always truculent, which I forgot what that meant, all right, I forgot what that meant. I had to look it up. Uh, Waters expressed anger that the Canadian press and specifically the reporter he was interviewing with opted to cover the weekend kicking off his tour in his hometown stadium rather than Waters' show, which was the first of two of a two night stand at the Toronto Arena. I have no idea who or or what or who what or who. See, can you hear the pompous? asshole of of Wise. I have no idea what or who The weekend is because I don't listen to much music. You gotta do it in like that uppity uh, British. People have always told me his, he's an... Okay, I'm not gonna do that. People have told me he's a big act. Well, good luck to him. I've got nothing against him. Would it not have been possible to review his show one night and my show another night? He's getting pissed off at the at the interviewer for even bringing it up. Why is he bringing it up? Why are you talking about the weekend? He added, I'm not trying to make it a personal attack. I'm just saying it seemed odd. It's like, why are you talking to me about this motherfucker, okay? He's taking money out of my pocket and you're over here trying to fucking hype him up. What the fuck? Then for no reasons, unknown other than he was in Toronto, Waters also took aim at the city's native superstar Drake. not my dreezy uh by the way with all due respect to the weekend or drake or any of them i am far 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 more important than any of them will ever be however many billions of streams they've got water said there is stuff going on here that is fundamentally important to all of our lives (laughs) see that's such a rude ass thing to say but hey I, again, I love Roger Waters, but he is a prick. It is unclear by which metric Waters measures importance. <laughs> Thankfully for Waters, other than a close call next week in Chicago, the this is not a drill. Tour won't cross paths with the spectacular After Hours Till Dawn Tour for the remainder of the two tracks. Uh, if you ever want to hear a really good reggae version of Dark Side of the Moon, try Easy Star All All Stars, Dub Side of the Moon. I've heard that. Yeah, it's a really great fucking album. That's a really good album. Uh, there's a lot of good uh, Pink Floyd cover bands out there that redo stuff. What was the one? There's like a a, a bluegrass one of a Pink Floyd. Um, there's one that's, God, what are the... There's some other tribute bands that do really good renditions of Pink Floyd. Um, mad respect to them. Mad respect to them. So there you go. Roger Waters being a prick again. But again, w- whatever. He's he's right. He's not wrong. He's not wrong that Roger Waters says he's far, far more important than The Weeknd of Drake. He's not wrong. But you don't have to say that shit. That's rude. It's rude as fuck. like he's he feels like he's so he's so self-important i guess that's the right way to describe it he's he's such a he's just it's yeah greens greenski uh string band what the fuck do they do a thing i've heard of Greensky, fucking bluegrass they're pretty badass um the the i'm just you know like again i agree with what he's saying Roger Waters' body of work is far more important and vastly more deep and vastly had such a bigger impact on culture and on the world than Drake and The Weeknd ever have. You know, and and I love I love both of those bands, band. I love The Weeknd, I love Drake, they're great artists, but you can't say that the body of work that Roger Waters put out has uh, uh is it more important or less important? And again, what metric are we... I don't think
2: you can say that. That's totally, like, relative because Drake has changed lives. I'm just saying.
1: But has he changed lives over generation after generation after generation? Has he had a number one album on the fucking Billboard 100 for 14 years straight? Fuck no, he hasn't. Okay? If we're going by metrics of, like, relevancy... Pink Floyd, is Drake going to be relevant in 50 years, 40 years? Pink Floyd has been relevant since the 60s, the early fucking 60s. Drake has been relevant since he was in a fucking wheelchair on Degrassi. (laughs) And fuck that, fuck him. That ableist, fucking Drake the ableist, they should have got a disabled person to play a disabled person on Degrassi. In any case, I know that when Drake was on the grass, he got shot, and that's why he was in the wheelchair. But still, I'm going to Pink Floyd on that one, Morgana. I agree absolutely. There's, there's, yeah. Sorry, not sorry, Raina. Yeah, Pink Floyd has had a much bigger impact on society and culture. They've brought so much more to the table than Drake. I, I'm sorry. Drake can suck it if you're comparing it anything close to what Pink Floyd has accomplished. It, it's just... It, but, but again, he's a prick.
2: You guys know I'm going Pink Floyd all the way, but I'm just saying, Drake has saved a lot of lives. People are really
1: impacted by... You know what? Music. Cut her mic. Cut her Uh-oh. mic. Cut her mic. <laughs> she, she's done. Shut up. You stop trying to stick up for him. I don't know much about Drake. I think I'm gonna keep keep it keep it that way. Look, Drake is great. Take it from me, Drake is a great, friendly Canadian. Uh, the weekend is incredible, absolutely incredible. But can you say that they were anything close to what fucking Pink Floyd brings to the table? I think not. I think Dark Side of the Moon 14 years in the top top 10 Billboard I think I think they were on Billboard top 10 for 14 fucking years or was it number 1? I well, let's look into that because we, we're not <sighs> Pink Floyd um Billboard I think it's 14 years Let's see um, more than 14 years later, 736 to be precise, in 1988, it finally fell off. Dark Side of the Moon fell off the top, the Billboard Top 200. So there you go. For 14 fucking years, it was in the Top 200 albums. 14 fucking years, man. I don't think that Drake has anything close to that. And I, I, I'm i sure that he, he'll release an album, it'll be in the Top 200 For you know a couple years, I'm sure, but is it 14 years? Let's see, Drake Billboard 100 200, I guess 200 chart history. Let's see it. Uh, let's see. So, peak positions. So, yeah, debut peaked. I'm not sure how to read this. Zero number one hits. That's not true. Zero top ten. Six songs. That that can't be right. Look at it. Roger Waters offers his thought on Drake of the weekend. <laughs> See. It's- everywhere um passion fruit too good so this is saying but this is from a couple years ago drake has definitely gotten some number one hits drake has tailed 11 number one hits on the hot 100 in his career among rappers uh among all artists uh he's tied to whitney houston for the seventh most after the beatles Mariah Carey, Rihanna, Michael Jackson, The Supremes, but Donna. So, not even... He's not even ahead of fucking Mariah. So, yeah, if we're going by hot Billboard, come on. Man, fuck Drake. I like Drake a lot, actually. Drake and The Weeknd might be cool people, but I can't stand their music (laughs) or their fan club. Yeah, I, I understand, Morgana. I get it. I get it. But, I mean... My own personal opinion, I enjoy both of those artists very much, but I fucking love Pink Floyd forever. You know. Anyways, uh, Ron Jaworski is a prick, and he is more important to to our culture and society than Drake or The Weekend. But he's still a prick. <laughs> still a prick. All right, let's move on to our next story. Uh, Cool Hand Luke Skywalker. I mean, thank you very much for commenting on this, and um, I appreciate that. I really do actually appreciate the love there. Um, Where's the comments? But there's more. He wrote a lot more. Okay, so here he wrote another. Okay, so here he wrote. I don't know why it's not showing up, but under understand the racist undertone of what he was saying roger waters has a long history of anti-semitism and speaking rudely towards black people etc look at the video he made directed directed at stevie wonder where he yells and orders stevie wonder not to accept an award it just so happens that now one of the people he insulted was half Jewish, and both of them were black. Roger Waters is a white supremacist. Most everyone his age from England is racist. Roger Waters is a Marxist. Go look up the Marx thought, uh, look up what Marx thought of black people. Nothing good. Okay, so much in that in that paragraph. So, um, what does that say? I also met Sharika Sherrard. Yes, just before her performance. She was just as awesome as online. Sharika is amazing. I absolutely love Sharika. She's she's so cool. Uh, okay, so there's a lot going on here, and I know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm in defense of this, but I, I do want to see the video of him yelling at Stevie Wonder not to take it. So he is, so he gets labeled an anti-Semite because he is against, and I don't want to misspeak, but he's against. Uh, Israeli occupation of Palestine, I believe that's what it is, and I, and and I think there has been some issues there. I I believe there's been some issues there. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if that makes them anti-Semitic. I don't know if that's what it is, but I, I do want to do a little bit more research on this and kind of find out what's going on with Roger Waters because Pink Floyd's such a huge influence in my life as a band. Roger Waters, he had a huge influence on the band. It, 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 that's just a fact. That I don't know where that guy got that information, but Roger Waters was a huge part of Pink Floyd. Uh, it wasn't just the three of them. At the Wall, which is another one of their biggest selling albums, it was uh, a huge. Was mostly written by Roger Waters, which is a huge endeavor. It was, which is an incredible album. Um, It was such a good album that I think Comfortably Numb was written by David Gilmour, who was going to put it on his solo album, which would have been, it wouldn't have fit. I don't think it would have fit his solo album because his solo album sucked. But let's check this out. So Roger Waters yelling at Stevie Wonder Award. So let's see what this is. So here it is, BDS Advocate. So BDS is a something that has to do with something. So we'll look up to that. So Roger Waters calls on Stevie Wonder not to accept Israel, uh, Israel's new. No, let me see. Is there videos of them? Roger Waters, with respect, you turn down the Ham Sabins IDF fundraiser. Please turn down Israel Wolf Prize. Stevie Wonder. Okay, so. This is him talking to Stevie Wonder. I don't know if he's saying Stevie Wonder not to not to take the award because he's black. I don't think so. I kind of find it rude that Roger calls out other musicians on Facebook. The word bullying gets thrown around so much that it loses its meaning, but this is really a form of bullying. So people are not happy about this. So let's look at this. Roger
3: your Um... I just got a, an email from my friends in Canada and elsewhere saying that the Israelis are trying to give you something called, I think it's called the Wolf Prize. Let me just check, because this is important, brother. How are you, by the way?
1: Uh, I like that he's trying to talk to Stevie Wonder like he's right there. How are you doing, Stevie? It's good to see you. <laughs> I wish you could see me. Oh.
3: Okay, here it comes. Da, 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 da. Uh, open letter to Stevie Wonder calling on him to refuse the Israeli regime's Wolf Prize. Okay, so that's it. Yeah, it's called the Wolf Prize.
1: So it's not just wa- Roger Waters that's calling on him to refuse it. It's more people than just Roger Waters was what he's indicating here by whatever he just read online.
3: whatever the fuck that is, and frankly, I don't give a damn, but I do remember I reached out to you once before, my friend, and you were about to go and play at some shindig in L.A. by that arsehole, Shaham, oh, I can't remember his name, but it was to raise money for the Israeli Defense Force so that they could go out and murder more innocent Palestinians with impunity. What the, I can't remember his name, brother, but I'm sure you will. Uh, it doesn't matter. I should really do this video after I've done all that research, but I don't have to because- I <laughs> don't have to. I know you're not gonna accept this Wolf Prize, neither you should. This is an apartheid regime. This, this is Israel, Israel. You will be whitewashing them beyond all belief if you accept the Wolf Prize. So my friend Karen Rodman from Canada tells me. I'm going to stop going because I'm rambling, obviously.
1: Obviously. It's kind
3: of late at night and uh, I've had oh nearly a whole glass of wine. <laughs> so I'm not making much sense. Um,
4: and
1: this is what he put online. I
3: remember... When you used to be little Stevie Wonder, when you were 13 years old and you were that incredible prodigy, you're still kind of prodigious and I have huge respect for you. So hear my plea. All right, my lovely.
1: but Goodbye. Ladies and
0: gentlemen.
1: Ladies and gentlemen. Matt Waters. Love you, buddy. Love Matt Waters. So... That that's weird uh i don't know i'm not sure i'm not sure what exactly he has against I, I know that he called uh israel an apartheid state which is some heavy words from kanye waters it's always the lightweights uh ruining it for us alcoholics <laughs> <laughs> yeah he had one glass of wine and he's over here on the internet spouting off some fucking anti-semitic shit see i don't know if it's anti-semitic or not because i don't know what's going on over there i'm not against israel not against palestine i don't really know what's happening really so i, I am interested to see what's kind of happening and why people are mad at him so i pulled up some articles so bds is uh this is what bds is he's a freedom justice equality what is bds uh bds is boycott divestment sanctions is a palestinian-led movement for freedom justice and equality bds holds upholds the simple principle that palestinians are entitled to the same rights as the rest of humanity so um that doesn't really tell us a whole lot of what's what's going on. BDS movement mourns the passing of ANC. Um, let me see what. Let's find out what BDS is because I don't want to read all that shit. Let's find a video. Ugh. <laughs> oh, shut up, Mike. Um, So, in that video we just watched, Roger Waters does not seem to be saying any sort of malice towards Stevie Wonder. He, He didn't say, like, hey, black guy. He didn't say anything like, I hate black people, Stevie Wonder. Don't do things I tell you because that's what I said for you not to do. It doesn't seem to be that. What is the BDS movement? Let's just go on this one.
4: One million dollars and 20 years in prison for supporting a boycott. Well, under the guidance of APAC, Congress is considering a bill which will do just that. Shit. The aim of the bill is to make it illegal to support the BDS movement. It already has nearly 300 co-sponsors among Democrats and Republicans in both houses. But what is BDS, and why is everybody a big deal over it? <laughs> BDS or boycott, divestment, sanctions has three stated goals: one, ending the Israeli occupation and colonization of Arab territories; two recognizing the rights of Palestinian citizens of Israel to full equality. 3. Allowing Palestinian refugees to return to their homes and properties as stipulated in UN Resolution 194. The movement emerged in 2005, three years after Israel began construction of an illegal separation wall, and a year after the International Court of Justice told Israel that building the wall on occupied Palestinian territory was illegal under international law. They call for a boycott of Israel as a form of nonviolent resistance to the occupation. Israel remains a violation of several United Nations Security Council resolutions relating to illegal settlement activity in occupied areas. Today, BDS is an international grassroots movement led by the largest coalition of Palestinian organizations with many celebrity supporters, including Desmond Tutu, Angela Davis, Roger Waters, President Evo Morales, Stephen Hawking, Adolfo Perez Esquivel, and Russell Brand. The movement maintains that it is an inclusive anti racist.
1: is it Russell Brand is all about the big dick syndrome.
4: <laughs> organization committed to human rights, which opposes both anti Semitism and Islamophobia. However, the movement has been targeted by lawmakers, particularly in the US, UK, and France. Israel claims BDS is anti Semitic and wants to destroy the Jewish state.
5: In the past, anti Semites
4: boycotted Jewish businesses. And today they called for the boycott of the Jewish state. What's strange is, even Jewish groups support the movement, but many politicians seem to be buying it, especially in the U.S. In 2016, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo signed an executive order that stopped the state of New York doing business with companies and organizations that support BDS. In the U.S. So, if
1: this video is to be trusted, which we don't know, um, it seems like Israel is in violations of several international laws, Seems that they are uh, encroaching on Palestinian people, but it also seems like that uh, Israel, I mean, Israel had to fight for their space on earth. So, I mean, I'm not against that. I'm not, I'm not, look, I don't even know what's going on with this shit, but I'm not for or against anything right here. I'm not trying to take a stand. I'm just trying to understand what's going on and try to get a little bit more information about what, why people are calling Roger Waters racist and an anti-Semite. That's, that's the main thing here. It's interesting that uh, Russell Brand is on board with that, because I really like Russell Brand. I think he's a pretty good social commentator these days.
4: Alone, a total of 21 states have passed laws against working with companies that are involved in the BDS movement. Similar legislation has been considered in Britain and in France. But many feel that this has nothing to do with anti-Semitism and think that the move hampers free speech. They argue that their personal views on boycotting Israel shouldn't be interfered with by the state. These voices have expressed concern inside and outside Israel as criticism of Israel is more frequently labeled as anti-Semitic. But critics of BDS also have another concern. Here's the US ambassador to the UN saying Israel is being unfairly targeted.
5: How tragic is it that of all countries in the world to condemn for human rights violations, these voices choose to single out Israel
1: okay so obviously the Jews and Israeli you know especially Israeli Jews or Jews European Jews a lot of Jewish Jewish folks have been um, singled out and uh, enslaved attempted to be wiped off the faces of earth from a crazy fucking Austrian um, so it's interesting but but does that mean that they can't turn around and cause problems for other people? Does that mean that they because they were oppressed and, and tried to be was was attempted to be exterminated or enslaved, does that mean that they're not they don't have the ability to do the same stuff? Is that what that means? Are they off the table? Can we not talk about them and the and the and the atrocities that they commit? Which we don't know what's really what's real, really at this point, does seem like this is a pro-BDS uh, video. Uh, I don't know if this conflict will ever be resolved. I don't know either. I know this is like old school, you know, conflict that's been going for for year for almost a hundred years now, right? And even further back than that, but. Uh, I think, I, I'm not sure, I, I'm pretty sure that is, Israel became a country in the, like the 30s or 40s or something, that's right, I think so, it, it wasn't too long ago. So, what she's saying is, I, think, I feel like that's the that central argument, it's like, they can do no wrong because they've been oppressed. It's like saying that you can't talk about or criticize black people because black people have been enslaved and have been oppressed. It's like no everyone has the capable is capable of evil. Everyone has capable of lying. Everyone is capable of, of the worst atrocities towards mankind. Forty nine, I believe, it was created after World War Two as a safe space. Thank you, Bon Bon. So I was a little off. Corona BDS. I have it fucking <laughs> Uh, movie Dutchman has corona Big dick syndrome He, he on, Your dick gets bigger with coronavirus Wouldn't that be tight For all the dudes If coronavirus made your dick bigger Instead of making you unable to eat Fucking sour cream for the rest of your life God damn it I love sour cream I loved it at one point Tight <laughs> indeed Bomba Very tight all right, let's see what this lady said. Again, I'm not taking sides here, anyone, so don't get mad at me for this. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, I don't like that argument. I never like that argument. The saying that because a, a certain people have been oppressed, and therefore they are, don't have the ability to oppress other people that to me it doesn't make sense because that's not where i lost some weight but i think that was because walks in Amsterdam. yeah man vacation walking will get you down a couple pounds let's let's finish this
4: and here's world-renowned human rights advocate Naomi Klein's response to that.
2: The, the question is not, is Israel the worst state in the world? That's not what anyone is saying, and it's not true. Um, the, the question is, what do you do when, uh, uh, when a people under illegal occupation come together and chart out a way for the rest of the world to express their solidarity and support them?
4: The movement has had some successes. Many companies, including Bark & Wines and SodaStream, have stopped operations in occupied territories. G4S has left Israel completely, and the World Bank reports that Israeli imports from Palestine have decreased 24% due in part to the boycott. Israel now recognizes BDS as a strategic threat and has committed a ministry to countering BDS. So does boycotting Israel make you anti-Semitic?
1: Does it? Interesting. I'm not sure. <clears throat> uh, let's see what people say in the Congress. And when it is said to them, do not cause corruption on earth, they say, we are but reformers. Uh, everyone should have the right to an opinion, writing it into law that they can't have one, even if it, it's wrong, is wrong in itself. To write such into law is a snuff film of freedoms you're killing what your forefathers stood for the right to still coexist while disagreeing for if you can't disagree in words you will eventually force hands to do more than have a verbal exchange as the oppression against holders of a view boil over in silence till they pop damn that's pretty dope but (laughs) <laughs> especially, if, yeah. Especially if you have BDS, your butt's gonna get reformed, bro. Um, uh The red light district will wear you out. Yeah, indeed, indeed. That red light district. Smoke weed, hit the red light district. Fucking work up an appetite. Go eat some weed stuff. Get right back at it. Moving Dutchman, it was very busy, very busy. That's how you get. That's how you got the corona is in the red light district, sir. Uh, when you want to know who controls the system, ask yourself, who am I not allowed to even criticize? That's a good, that's a good, uh, that, that's a good indicator. Who are you not allowed to criticize? That's always a good indicator. Uh, BDS need to be more present on social media. This is a complicated speech issue on its face, but it's pretty straightforward. As much as Israel talks about how BDS activists should be attacking other country instead of them, there is no other country that can have a boycott made illegal in America. Just compare it to Russia. Russia is involved in a border skirmish with a country that was a part of uh, Russia 30 years ago. Russia, Israel is stealing land from its neighbors that has no claim on it al- at all. Um at all too uh from countries that are not uh, not threats to Israel. Anti-Semitic has become a politicized term. It does not mean anti-Israel or anti-Jew, it means anti-Semite, people who live near the east. Saying that being against Israel is anti-Semite is like saying being against India is racist against North Korea is anti-Marxist. <sighs> So, going back to this guy's statement over here, fucking Roger Waters is a white supremacist. Uh, Everyone from his age, everyone his age from England is racist. Roger Mark, Roger Waters is a Marxist. Go look up what Marx thought of black people. And that's true. Marx had very, very low opinions on uh, black people. Very, very low opinions. It's very interesting that these. Like Black Lives Matter leaders who are saying they're trained Marxists, it's very interesting that they're taking on these words. When, when, when you can't. So we're supposed to stop paying attention to and stop listening to, stop reading anybody who isn't anti-racist or anybody who isn't on the side of, you know, let's just say Black Lives Matter. Uh, but yet they'll incorporate Marxists. Uh, sentiment and Marxist ideology into their own ideology from someone who is uh, fervently racist against black people. So it it's that kind of hypocrisy. I think that people are are uh, are, are getting wrapped up in, and, and it really sucks because uh, I, I'm not sure. You know, it, it's just interesting that people aren't able to sort of discern that hypocrisy, or at least uh, ignore the, they'll they'll just ignore that. They'll just ignore it. Like it doesn't exist. And if you bring it up they'll be like, end of interview, end of sentence, I'm not talking about this. So it does seem like there's probably some validity against this movement. There are people probably being encroached upon. There are probably some human rights that are getting stepped on. Um, again, I'm not taking any sides here. I, I don't really have all the information. We just watched one video on YouTube. So, you know, what, what, what the fuck do I know? Um, but when you look at through the lens of how we mark people and we other people these days, it does seem like Roger Waters is just getting othered because he's taken up a political stance. It's just like, I'm going to be Republican now, which I'm not, but I'm going to be Republican. And now in some circles, I'm considered, I'm a racist, I'm a white supremacist. Because I decided I'm going to be pub Republican. And again, I'm not Republican. Red Lake District is not interesting anymore. Only, the, only for the coffee shops, maybe, if you are into all sorts of weed. When I was 18, I flew to Miami and Aruba with black Afghan weed in my wallet. I threw it away years later, probably still in good condition. <laughs> yeah, moving judgment. Get it. People are throwing around the is too much. Yes. Uh, I had one weed peanut butter cup Sunday night that had 600 milligrams of THC in it. I got so sick, I threw up, but then was super horny, so it's a complicated state to be in. <laughs> Oh, that is a complicated state to be in. It's just so high. Oh, man, I haven't been high like that in a long time. Oh, no, I drank a whole water bottle. It said 50 servings. Oh, Jesus, God. Uh, you must have been so fucked up. It took me a day to get off the couch. Pretty sure I was in a different realm of existence. Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm guessing so too, man. God damn, you guys are making me want to get high as fuck. That's why I'm going to go to Seattle and get shitty. I'm going to get shitty high. 600 milligrams, I would see dead people. Yeah, 600 milligrams is a lot. Is a lot. That is a lot. But hey, to each their own. I mean, if six hundred milligrams gets you to that place, girl, go ahead, get on, get at it, get at it. Uh, okay, so let's sort of see what. Let's see. Let's see if there's another video. What is BDS movement? Is it anti-Semitic? Anti-Semitism. The Semitism.
4: In recent years, the question of what can and cannot be defined as anti-Semitism, especially with regard to Israel, has been hotly debated in connection with the BDS movement. What is this movement, what are its goals, and what characterizes its activity? BDS
6: stands for Boycott, Divestment and Sanctions, and it is a movement that tries to isolate Israel from the international community by encouraging uh, consumer boycotts of uh, Israeli goods, or boycotts of Israeli artists, um, or to try and persuade Western artists not to perform in Israel, sanctions by governments, and divestment by institutions in the West, to basically pull their money out of Israel, not do business with Israel. Um, and it's a model which is based on uh, anti-apartheid campaigns that were used against uh, apartheid South Africa, which really built a global structure of boycott, boycott and isolation of South Africa in the 1970s and 1980s, up until the end of apartheid. Now. On the face of it, these tactics are a legitimate way to conduct uh, non-violent, legal, political campaigns. Um, And they have a long tradition in not just left-wing politics of using boycotts to try and effect change in foreign governments. Just because uh, a liberal-minded person who cares about humanitarian issues worries about the uh, condition of the Palestinians, feels they have a right to statehood, and decides as a result they're going to buy a Spanish orange instead of an Israeli one in their supermarket, it doesn't make them an anti-Semite. It doesn't even necessarily mean that they want Israel to disappear. There's a whole range of motivations behind people who follow the the BDS movement. So I don't think we can say BDS is anti-Semitic. But as with everything in life, things are a little bit more complicated if you look beneath the surface. Once you start to look at who are the organizations behind this BDS strategy, who are the leaders of the movement, what do they say about Israel, what do they actually want, what you find more often than not is that there is an overarching political vision that doesn't include Israel's existence in the future. BDS movements, BDS campaigns often keep their aims vague and ambiguous precisely because it can draw in people from a whole range of political backgrounds and views. But the people running the campaigns quite often are from a much more hardline anti-Zionist position that they want Israel to go.
2: The essence of this movement is to create an intellectual environment whereby the very existence of the state of
1: Israel... So like a lot of movements, I, you know, there's this broad overviews of what they're about. And then when you get to the core of the movement, there is, you know, <laughs> there, there, that's, it, that's where shit gets a little wonky, right? And so if at the core of BDS movement is people who are like, we need to just eliminate Israel off the face of the planet, that's not good. That's not good at all then that's something that shouldn't be supported, I suppose. But, uh, again, that's just one guy. This is our second YouTube video. Who fucking knows? People, Propaganda comes in all forms, shapes, and sizes. It's, It's really hard to discern any of this shit anymore.
2: Israel is illegitimate. Now, this is something that is difficult to notice because many people who are part of the movement, of the BDS movement, of the battle to delegitimize Israel, will argue that they are actually non-violent protesters against Zionism. And a lot of people when they hear non-violent they think, ah, oh, these are Gandhi, these are Martin Luther King. And there is a tendency to assume that if the means of struggle are nonviolent, therefore it must be a noble struggle for a good cause. But of course there's no relationship. You can have a very bloody and violent struggle that is waged for a very noble cause. In fact, most of the world's noble battles were bloody and violent. And, and this is less intuitive, you can have a non-violent struggle for a very violent purpose, for a very ignoble purpose. And this is exactly the essence of the movement to delegitimize Israel. The movement works by very simple strategy, which I've come to call the placard strategy. Uh, People know it, you go to any anti-Israel demonstration, they hold placards. What do these placards say? The placards say they're equations. They say Israel, Zionism, sometimes they just draw a Star of David, equals. Now, this strategy has been so effective, these equations have been so effective that even people who know very little about Israel, even people who love Israel, know exactly what these equations say. The strategy has been so effective that it equates Zionism, Israel, and the Star of David with apartheid and Nazism and genocide and colonialism and racism and imperialism. And those who engage in the placard strategy will say, what? We're merely describing reality. This is what Zionism is. This is what Israel is. And of course, it bears no relation to reality. The reason that those words are chosen is that by now those words have reached a consensus that they're evil. So basically what the placard strategy does is expose people to this refrain that says, Israel, Zionism, Star David equal evil. Israel, Zionism, Star of David equal evil. Now, why is that important? Because most of people, for them to carry out acts of mass violence, they need an ideology. They're not psychopaths, only only few humans are. So for people to be violent, to carry out a genocide, they need to believe that what they're about to do is good. And there is no greater good in this world than the eradication of evil.
1: That's some deep ass shit. And, and yeah, you're right. It sounds like China. It sounds like fucking people talking about Republicans. <laughs> it, it, it literally does. It, it literally does like when when people are even right, the right wing, right? Because you're right wing, you're, you're anti-woman, you're anti- uh, you're anti-fucking equality, you're anti, all this stuff. You're, you, people who say who lean towards the right always get sort of grouped into these weird labels. And so what she's saying is terrifying because we're seeing that right now in our own country where we're sort of labeling everybody these things like you're you're racist, you're a Nazi, you're evil. And like she's saying, it's easier to get a bunch of people to think that they're doing good in a violent way, when you have these labels that are attached to people. It's fascinating.
2: So if you create an intellectual mindset that says, Israel, Zionism, Starve David equals evil, you are basically creating a global invitation to mass violence. You are saying, look, there's an evil out there. Do whatever you can, by whatever means necessary to eradicate this evil. Zionism is the stumbling block, is the thing that stands between the world and utopia. If only we didn't have Zionism. It's about an image, creating an image where there is a world without Israel. And then we can say, isn't it a much nicer world? Look, look at the UN, look at FIFA. Wouldn't they be so much nicer without Israel? And this is why this movement is so dangerous. It is a nonviolent movement for an extremely violent purpose
1: hmm so there's two there's two kind of different takes on it right so one person is sort of just like describing it as uh people talking out on atrocities and then another some people think it's you know they're they're demonizing israel um that that is uh that is a interesting that's very interesting um I just Israel could lose up to $11 dollars a year
7: if the boycott divestment and sanctions movement peaks. That's if the EU legislates to boycott all Israeli goods and blocks foreign investment into the state. Is this likely to happen? Well, opinions vary. Israel's government economists say it's hard to predict, but it is possible. Foreign investment into Israel fell to around 6 billion dollars in 2014. That's the same year they launched a deadly offensive on Gaza that killed 1,462 civilians. Jesus. But by 2016 that figure had doubled to almost 12 billion dollars. What about exports? Washington-based Brookings Institute says consumer boycotts won't drastically affect Israel's economy, but data from the World Bank shows Israel's intermediate exports dropped by nearly $8 billion in that same period. Consumer boycotts work with academic and cultural boycotts. If people refuse to work with Israeli academic institutions for their involvement in, let's say, the strategies behind the use of disproportionate force against the Palestinians, all musicians refuse to perform in Israel in solidarity with the people of Gaza and the West Bank. It gets people talking. Lord, Elvis Costello, Lauren Hill, they've all refused to play in Israel. And other artists are openly advocating for BDS. How can I work with any institution complicit in Israeli human rights abuses? These smaller boycotts are supposed to start a chain reaction. Sanctions is the ultimate, that's why it's BDS, S comes at the end, it's, it's no coincidence. Because you need a lot of B and D to reach the S. <laughs> and it's slowly working. Companies are closing up shop in Israel. Some have been refused lucrative contracts explicitly for their involvement in Israeli occupation projects. Others are speculated to have been pressured by the BDS campaign into submission, but whatever their motives, they've divested from Israel. A UN report has also found 206 companies that are linked to illegal settlements. The company's activities range from banking and telecom to construction and tourism. Their names are being withheld until they've all been contacted. US Ambassador to the UN Nikki Haley reportedly threatened the UN Human Rights Council with a cut in funding if the names were to be published. South American states have also disassociated themselves. Venezuela and Bolivia have cut ties with Israel, and Brazil refused to allow former leader of the settler movement, Danny Dayan, to be Israel's ambassador in the country. The communities
4: we established decades ago in the Jordan Valley will be here forever because they are essential for Israel's existence.
7: BDS, more than anything, is impacting brand Israel. I'm less concerned today about any potential economic consequences. It's all about what you think of Israel, and what do you think Israelis are the good guys or the bad guys. Image on the world stage would matter to any country. It's no different for Israel. Many prominent Israelis have claimed BDS is anti-Semitic and even a threat to the existence of Israel itself. We're in the midst of an orchestrated global campaign to
4: delegitimize Israel. Uh, Mr. Assad Abu Khalil, who he knows very well, is a leader of the BDS movement. He writes, the real aim of BDS is to bring down the state of Israel. The objectives of the BDS movement are one, the liberation and the end of this occupation. Number two, the return of refugees to their homes and to their livelihoods. Number three is the end of apartheid and segregation and discrimination against Palestinians inside Israel and everywhere else.
7: Israel has refused all three time and again. The Netanyahu government instead enacted anti-BDS legislation at home and gave covert power to the Ministry of Strategic Affairs to tackle BDS abroad. They've successfully lobbied a number of US states to punish supporters of the movement.
6: 24 states have passed laws restricting their business with companies that boycott Israel just in the past two and a half years. And these states are
7: saying we regard boycotting Israel to be a form of national, religious or ethnic discrimination. It's bigotry and we won't do business with it. The ministry has since established a commando unit in order to launch campaigns against pro-Palestinian projects. BDS has now been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. At the same time, Israel Hmm. has banned the members of 20 activist groups from entering the country, including the Jewish Voice for Peace. Although Israel's economy has not been crippled by boycotts and divestments, the movement is having a serious impact on the country's reputation.
1: Huh. So, again, you have propaganda coming from all different sides it does seem like this movement has um affected them monetarily and um i, I don't i don't know man like the, i don't know what what they even think because there's so much there's so much to it is that at the core of this trying to eliminate the existence of of israel which i don't think should be what you know i don't, I don't think that's the right answer um, you know are are people getting are people getting, you know, oppressed by, you know, pa- Palestinians? Are they being oppressed if they live in the Israeli state? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I had I have a Jewish friend who broke it down kind of for me once, but I don't remember how, how it went. Um, he, he went into depth about what's going on because he, he's Jewish. He went to Israel for um, the thing that Jewish people do and they go to Israel. Sorry if I don't know what it's called. So let's see what people are saying about Roger Waters. Now, all that just to sort of get an idea of what we're going into. June 2022, for nearly two decades rock music icon, Roger Waters has been one of the most prominent and outspoken supporters of BDS movement. He has refused to perform in Israel and urged fellow artists to follow suit and has often used inflammatory rhetoric against the country. ADL is reportedly called out Waters for his hateful rhetoric during... Uh, dating back to 2013 letters suggesting that his anti-Israel views may be colored as anti-Semitism. In a recent interview with Palestinian news agency Sheb Waters employed a range of anti-Semitic tropes claiming the U.S. is being controlled by blue Jewish Republican donor Sheldon Aldison, whom he described as a puppet master who has filled, uh, filled the coffers and pulling all the strings on U.S. policy regarding israel pal- palestine now, is that possible? Is it possible? That sounds terrible, but is that possible? Uh, is it possible for politicians to be bought and sold? Is it possible for certain companies to coerce and, uh, and buy politicians to push certain uh, movements, to push certain products, to push certain... It, 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 does that happen? Does, does, does corporations, are corporations uh, allowed to pay off some of these uh, politicians to get their, uh, their products across the line and so people can buy them or, or jump to the front of the list or get vaccines approved and, and forced upon people? Is that happening? Can that happen? Do they do they pay? Do do they fund certain research organizations to uh, federal research organizations to get uh, their own uh, answers that they want? Do They buy pay. So that is possible, I think. I think it's if that's possible, I think it's possible for someone to do that. I'm not saying that's what it is, but I'm saying it's possible. Uh, And does that make Roger Waters an anti-Semite? I don't know. This is not the first time Waters have used anti-Semitic and anti-Zionistic rhetoric. In May 2019, Waters appeared to compare Israelis to I- aliens in a rant about Israel hosting 2019 Eurovision concert. Uh, that same month, he has headlined an event in the University of Massachusetts sponsored by a number of pro-BDS student organizations. At the August 2018 concert, Poland Waters projected the phase Resist Israel Anti-Semitism Onto the stage where he was performing. Uh, in 2013, an interview with the left wing webs left wing website Counterpunch, he suggested that some artists don't take controversial positions on the Israeli Palestinian conflict, partly because the Jewish lobby is extraordinarily powerful in the U.S. music industry. He also claimed that right wing uh, rabbinate is I don't know what that means. R- Rabbinate. I don't know. Is possible for promoting bigotry against non-Jews among Israelis? Hold on. Let me grab my tinfoil hat before I tell you what I th- <laughs> get. That shit. Get it going. Twist it up. Let's go. I want to know. Um, so, i I tend to. I tend to. Tend to be weary of going all in on saying that primordial sounds. Welcome in y'all. Thank you so much for that raid. I appreciate you. We're just talking about Roger Waters of Pink Floyd and uh, we're trying to find out if he is racist anti-Semite. <laughs> so hey, oh thank you so much. Welcome in everybody. welcome in. thank you guys so much. pull our chair up. We're doing some music news. You know what? Why don't we take a break? Why don't we take a break and uh, we'll come back to the Roger Waters Pink Floyd issue. Why don't we do a Raid song for the Raiders? This song is my new song that's coming out June, uh, July 29th, uh, Friday, July 29th. Who happens to be on the show that day? Don't ruin Roger Waters for me, bro. We're trying to figure it out because he because he keeps getting be, being labeled um, anti-Semitic. And uh, 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 and and you know, I'm a big Pink Floyd fan, and I, I don't want to believe it, that he's anti-Semitic. I, I don't think he is, uh, I, but I but you know, people paint pictures how they want to this way. Morby, what's up? All right guys, let's play this new song that I that I wrote and uh, I created a video for just today uh what happened oh chris fox music thank you so much for that follow i appreciate you this comes out july 29th which also risky biscuit band will be on the show that day as well so uh buckle up uh, uh and you can get a um, and you can find yes the new song is here you can pre-save in that link right there let's get into this new song this is called boobs an ode to consent thank you always sandy i appreciate you I appreciate that follow, guys. Thank you so much for the raid. My name is Mike. I am a musician. I'm also a podcaster. We do music news here. We we interview musicians, uh, and we go in-depth on, uh, you know, and right now we're trying to find out if Roger Waters of Pink Floyd is racist, which I hope he's not, but I don't know. It's weird. Uh, okay, guys, let's get into this new song, and this is for the raid. Thank you guys so much for coming over. Here's boobs.
0: May I have the guest?
1: Don't you acquiesce, I want a real yes If you don't want to bang, let's stay up just to hang I want you into this, so I can give you sexy bliss And if you change your mind, we can still have a really good time
0: Uh, All I wanna do is touch your boobs If that's right with you consent is what I do before I touch Touch your boots I wanna do is touch your boots If that's right with you Consent is what I do Touch your I will take a cold shower Then let's talk about
1: girl power I just want to make you happy With those boobs, you may slap me Let's not rush this love connection This is deeper than my erection If you reject my male gaze I'll look
0: away and feel ashamed All I wanna do is touch your boobs That's right with you
4: Consent
0: is what I do before I touch touch your boots all i wanna do is touch your boots if that's right with you consent is what i do before i touch touch your
1: boots if yes means yes
0: and no means no then baby let me finger blast your soul All I wanna do is touch your boobs If that's right with you Consent is what I do Before I touch, touch your boobs All I wanna do is touch your boobs If that's right with you Send is what I do before I touch, touch your beam.
1: oh god damn it that stupid fucking warning every time every fucking time it's been doing ever since oh my god uh what's up everybody i hope you all enjoy american shocker that's right it's the american shocker uh what's going on guys thank you so much for being here all all our new friends thank you guys so much for the follows uh, let's we'll, let's go catch up uh morby welcome in I'm glad you got to catch the new song make sure you guys are pre-saving that that comes out July 20th mighty mighty thank you so much my goodness look at rain and all that bitty love I appreciate you I appreciate you so much uh let's see here uh, still blocked on my school internet they know I shouldn't follow boobs yeah yeah it, it didn't it didn't beat the algorithm today. Uh, I had no idea what this is pure magic. Yeah, Chris Fox, thank you so much. I appreciate that, love. I knew the Primo's chat would, uh, oh, prim, 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 I knew your chat wouldn't be, wouldn't be ready. No, it, no one's ready for that. I'm, I'm f- almost 40 going on 12, everybody. How could I have ever known this is what I needed today? <laughs> you never know. You never know. Uh, yeah, the American Shocker, I, I thought that was funny too. I'm so glad that you saw that. Papacito, what's going on, Papacito? Uh, We got a whole brand new American banger classic. This is the cure for everything that's wrong with America. Let it be known that we're. Where were you when this class it, this class it was made right here in the chat. Here in the chat. That's right. We're out here. We're doing it. That slaps. Thank you guys. I appreciate that. Perfect song for Hot Boy Summer. Somebody said that. Uh, I think Robbie said that that's the sequel to Hot Boy Summer. <laughs> Biddies for the Titties. That's right. Literally, literally, Biddies for the Titties. I uh, appreciate that, you guys. Uh, I hope you guys go and check out the album. Um, pre-save the song if you guys want to. Germs are fun. Thank you so much for that That follow. I, I truly appreciate you. Um, so getting back to sort of our, our music news today, because we were covering some music news. Uh, we we're going over Roger Waters, who is formerly of Pink Floyd. Look at all those emotes going, all nutty-buddy. Nutty-buddy. What? God get your mouth right, Mike, get your mouth right. Uh, And again, welcome all the Raiders. I I really appreciate y'all being here, and uh, I'm glad you enjoyed that. So... Roger Waters is a former member of Pink Floyd. He is also um, being labeled as an anti-Semite because he supports this organization called BDS, Big Dick Syndrome. No, that's not what it is. Uh, he supports this. Uh, this this it, it, BDS is a um, is a organization that supports uh, fair treatment of Palestinians in Israel. Uh, but we're finding out more and more about what BDS is at their core. And some people will say that BDS at their core is anti-Semitic and they want to. And this isn't this lovely. Isn't this lovely? Right after that silly song, we're going right into, is Roger Waters racist? We got to know. <laughs> so Roger Waters, um, uh, we we're reading about it. So far, we've read a few articles about how Everyone thinks he's racist. Um, And this all sort of stemmed from the article that uh, we went over on Monday that was saying that um, that Roger Waters uh, thinks he's better than The Weeknd and Drake or he's more important than them um boobs and then racist music artists uh, don't say something against against bds their fan base is brutal they call themselves army even yeah well i know i know i'm, I'm not against or for them i don't really know much too much about them honestly cuz we're getting conflicting, conflicted messages. Uh, so, of course, people were pro-Israel is like, hey, these, these are evil at their core. They're anti-Semites. And then they're saying that, uh, and then BDS is like, hey, we're just trying to, there's human rights violations going on. Um, Israel is, is breaking several international laws. And that the um, you know that that uh, that something needs to be done, so they're they're asking for sanctions and boycotts, and so Roger Waters will be will ask other artists not to perform in Israel. Certain artists won't perform in Israel. Um, there's a whole slew of American artists that won't perform in Israel. Uh, of course, Israel is a is a huge uh, ally of America. So there's politicians here who are. Isn't that BTS? No, it's not BTS. <laughs> uh, I think that went over. WS is just uh, K-pop BTS. Oh yes, I see what you're saying. My bad. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so in. I just want to find out. I just want to find out. And and I, I don't think Roger Waters. I, I honestly don't think that he harbors hate in his heart for anybody. But you know, sometimes celebrities can get involved in organizations that might not be the greatest. Uh, I don't know what that means But um, we'll find out I don't think boycotting Israel is inherently racist I don't think so either Especially if they are actually committing you know, Atrocities and crimes against a, a whole group of people um, Now if the now, if the organization at its core stands for the elimination of an entire, the entire state or an entire country of Israel, then I would say that that sucks. But I don't. No, no one should have to suffer at the hands of anybody. So this is from the Jerusalem Post. This is uh, our, and this is definitely going to be anti waters because obviously it's the Jerusalem Post. Um, heck, heck, there is a debate. If Jews are a race, we went over that before here. Yeah. <laughs> Roger is getting a taste of his own medicine. And, and this is from 2020. So this is deep into the, um, the, 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 the pandemic. So, British musician Roger Waters, 76, has made the headlines once again, this time complaining that he has been banned from Pink Floyd's official site and social media by his former bandmates, David Gilmour, in a five-minute video he released on May 19th. Waters shared his deep frustration with his former partner's refusal to let him use the band's official platforms, supporting his claims with some very specific facts. In psychoanalysis, this kind of behavior is commonly known as projection, uh, projection, which is a basic psychological defense mechanism that allows humans to deny the existence of certain feelings and tendencies in themselves while attributing them to others. In this case, Gilmore is the subject of the projection. This gifted, pleasant, and well-mannered musician who had never been uh, associated with any controversy is now being accused of using banishment as as a legitimate tool in conflict resolution, and the very accusation is coming from the abuser himself, Projection 101. (laughs) Roger Waters. So this is not very friendly, Roger Waters. So they're referring to a video that he made, and I'm not sure what this video is about, so I was going to watch, we're going to watch this video that Roger Waters posted on his page, on his Facebook page, uh, and, um, oh, it's a music video, that's not music, that's not what we wanted, release me, Wait a second. this is a music video, I don't know if we can play this. No. So this was a video we watched earlier where he's talking about Stevie Wonder. He's calling on Stevie Wonder not to accept an award. And um, this all stems from my article we read. And someone wrote on the article that uh, that Roger Waters has a long history of anti-Semitism and speaking rudely toward black people. Look at the video he made directed at Stevie Wonder, which we watched earlier, where he yells and orders Stevie Wonder not to accept the award. It just so happens that now one of the people he insulted is half Jewish and both of them were black. Roger, first of all, Roger Waters didn't even know who Drake or The Weeknd was. He was stating in an article that he was, he was more important than Drake and The Weeknd. He didn't even know who these people were, so I, I doubt if he was going after them for being black or half Jewish but this is a weird this is weird trying to listen with your song stuck in my head I know I know okay I know that the junks 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 to position is fucking odd all right I get it I get it uh I don't want in like I hate the idea of Roger Waters being racist but who knows I don't think he is I I honestly don't think he's a racist I don't think so. Oh, shit. A lot of musicians are assholes. Go figure, right? <laughs> One of them right here. So we can't listen to that. That's a music video. So what video... Um, a five-minute video released on May 19th. Waters shared his deep frustration with former partners. So... I want to see the stupid video. Um, so they're basically saying that he didn't get access to Pink Floyd's website. And I guess they're saying because he was... um, Because he's anti-Semite? On social media, most of the fans seem to believe that Waters and Gilmer should bury the hatchet. Yeah, I, I agree with that. They should just get over that shit. Um... I wish I could find the video. David Gilmore won't budge. Uh, Roger Waters says David Gilmore banned him. Here we go, this is the video. Where is the video? Oh, you will continue in three seconds. Close this, cancel that. Oh Jesus, sorry guys announcement from Roger Waters I'm just I'm just muting the sound because that's totally copyrighted music that I can't be playing here
3: okay uh, this is by way of being a, a sort of a public announcement Look at this um, guy I have already speak to fans of Pink Floyd but that is what I'm doing now um, uh, first of all, Thank you so much for all the lovely comments that have uh, come back after the band and I um, put together that version of Mother. It was a lot of fun to do. And it reminded me how much I miss them. (coughs) And no, it's not Dave Gilmore. It's Dave Kilminster, Dave Kilminster, who's the guy with the black flowing locks sitting on the sofa um, playing the electric guitar. (coughs) So that's got that cleared up. But it did make me think the fact, um, I think one and a half million of you have have viewed um, our new version of Mother, which is lovely. It really warms my heart, I have to say. Um, But it does bring up the question of why is this video not available on a website that calls itself the Pink Floyd website? Well, the answer to that is because nothing from me is on the website. I am banned by David Gilmore from the website. Um, about a year ago, I convened a, a sort of uh, Camp David for the surviving members of Pink Floyd uh, at a hotel at the airport in London, <clears throat> and where I proposed all kinds of uh, measures to get past this awful unpass, um that we, that we have and predicament we find ourselves in. Um, it, it bore no fruit, I'm sorry to say, but one of the things that I asked for, I suggested that uh, because whoever the 30 million of you are who subscribe uh, to the webpage, but you do so because of the body of work that the five of us created. That's Sid, May, Rick, um, Nick, and David.
1: <laughs> the emotionless face is freaking you out. He, like again, Roger Waters is a prick. There's no doubt about it. He's a prick. He's, you can see he's a fucking stuck-up asshole. But does that make him racist? He supports this uh, this ideology, this this organization. And I honestly don't think so. I think the conclusion here is that I don't think he's racist. I think he's just standing up politically for things. Pink Floyd has always stood up politically for certain issues, and that's very divisive. Now, is what is BDS? I don't know. It, 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 does it, is it, is it uh, at its core a, a terribly racist, horrible organization, or is it an organization that's fighting for the rights of people who are getting oppressed and mistreated in Israel? I don't know. Pink Floyd gave me FOMO. Gave him FOMO. They did. They did. He does have Pink Floyd FOMO. So now we're just sort of going to wind down with this uh, with this video that that was targeted by the Jerusalem News uh, for whatever reason, which we can go back and find out. So, so I'm I'm interested in this just because I love Pink Floyd history
3: over a number of years, and in consequence, it seems to me. Um, that it would be fair and correct if we should have equal access to you all and be (laughs) able to share our projects and blah and blah and blah and blah. Uh, David thinks he owns it. Uh, I think he thinks that because I left the band in 1985, that he owns Pink Floyd, that he is Pink Floyd, had nothing that really, I'm irrelevant and I should just keep my mouth shut and blah. All right, we're all uh, welcome to our opinions, but there have been um, rumblings and grumblings in the ranks. I'm told uh, by friends of mine who follow these things and um some of the questions being asked are why do we have to sit and watch Polly Sampson for year after year month after month day after day and the von trapps uh, reading us um, excerpts from their novels uh, to get us to go to sleep at night and that's a very good question and yet um we we don't get to hear about anything that roger's doing or about this is not a drill or or when he makes a piece of work it's not shown and so on and so forth and none of his work is publicized the fact that um his uh and sean evans film uh us and them which has just gone out digitally for streaming everywhere is not mentioned there's no mention we're not allowed to even mention such a fact on the, the official pink Floyd website this is wrong we should rise up <laughs> and, or just change the name of the band to spinal chat and then everything will be hunky-dory all right i'm not going to get all weird and um Wait a sarcastic. Oh, as you know
1: Sarcastic. What, what's that um, What's the background fucking noise? And you are getting weird and sarcastic, Roger Waters. You weird fuck. That is the direction in which I am
3: uh, known to sometimes lean, temperamentally. So, thank you again for all your love and warm feelings, sending about mother. Stay safe. Uh, all of you, we live in dire, dire, desperate times and we need to find ways to communicate with one another so that we can act cooperatively to stop the man destroying this fragile planet that we all call home. Uh, That is the elephant in the room. Yeah, and Leah, (laughs) there you are beautiful, it's still on the wall. That's a a message to the lady who painted that picture which I bought a number of years ago. And I know she knows that I've still got it and that it's on the wall. All right, that is all I have to say this morning to you-
1: So there you go. He's not allowed to be on the fucking, on the website. They're not, they don't want him doing shit on the website. They don't want him fucking anywhere near the website. We need Surge to really take up a stand from System of Down. If we're talking about political activists, I think he's a little out of his depth and range to grab full concept of what the group is trying to promote. The Spinal Tap reference was awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... They're not going to, and I mean, when when Roger Waters left the band, he did try to sue them to get them to change their name, and uh, that didn't end up working, and so he's been this bitter asshole ever since, which I can imagine, I mean, he was one of the founding members. Here's the thing, David Gilmour came into the band after Sid Barrett left, which, so it was originally Nick Mason, Richard Roy, uh, David Gilmour, and... Uh, and, and Roger Waters. And then David Gilmour came in, ch- sort of changed the game for the band. And um, and, and so the fact that David Gilmour sort of came in and took it up is funny. But wait, what's Dave Chappelle do? <laughs> Dave Chappelle is nominated for an Emmy award right now for his uh, for his last uh, for his last stand up special which, you know, if you guys know anything about Dave Chappelle, he was uh, Rose Floyd, Coral Floyd, Fuchsia Floyd. <laughs> Change the name. Uh, so so I think Jerusalem Times is over here trying to say that um, the Jerusalem Post, I'm sorry, is trying to say that, you know, they, they don't, uh, Pink Floyd doesn't you don't know, want him in there because he's anti-Semitic. I think that's what this could to. He called Israel an apartheid state, accused its government of using Nazi propaganda efforts, and labeled the state labeled Israel as the worst human rights offender in the world, while conveniently ignoring the rest of the world. Almost every prominent musician who intends to perform in Israel is publicly exposed by Waters, who routinely urges them to cancel their planned trips. Waters explains his fixation on Israel as deep care for human rights. Although his voice had not been heard much uh, regarding other lingering geopolitical, religious, and ethnic crises, so they're trying to say that Floyd Rose, yeah, already, <laughs> yeah, that I don't know if they could do that. They the, the, after a fucking whammy bar, uh, but maybe, but maybe, uh, Radiohead's Tom York blasted him for wrongly misusing the term apartheid in context. See, I want to hear. I'm gonna fucking hear Tommy. I want to hear Roger Waters on Roger Waters. Let's hear from the man himself. Speaks on BDS. Uh. so here, Pink Floyd, Roger Beattie has one of the most admirable displays of existence in the world.
5: This is Democracy Now, democracynow.org, the war and peace report. I'm Amy Goodman. Hey, Today Amy Goodman. Hour with the world famous British musician Roger.
1: I remember when Amy Goodman was awesome and now now it's just a very, very one-sided fucking news organization, but they're still pretty good. Waters,
5: founding member of the iconic rock band Pink Floyd. The band is perhaps most well-known for their records The Wall and the Dark Side of the Moon. Roger Waters recently released his first new studio album in 25 years and is touring stadiums across the country. But the tour has not been without controversy. Waters is scheduled to play on Friday and Saturday nights in Long Island, despite attempts by Nassau County officials to shut down the concerts, which will take place at the county-owned Nassau Coliseum. The reason? Waters outspoken support for BDS, the boycott, divestment and sanctions movement targeting Israel over its treatment of Palestinians. Nassau County officials had claimed the concerts would violate a local law which prohibits the county from doing business with any company participating in the economic boycott of Israel. Waters has also been met by protests on many other stops on the tour. Ahead of his concert in Miami, the Greater Miami Jewish Federation took out a full-page ad in the Miami Herald with the headline, Anti-Semitism and Hatred Are Not Welcome in Miami. The group also pressured the city of Miami Beach to prevent a group of school children from appearing on stage with Waters to sing during the concert. Damn. Despite all this, Roger Waters has continued to speak out. Last week, he wrote a piece in The New York Times. The op-ed was headlined, Congress Shouldn't Silence Human Rights Advocates. In the op-ed, he criticized a bill being considered in the Senate to silence supporters of BDS. Waters writes, quote, By endorsing this McCarthyite bill, senators would take away Americans' First Amendment rights in order to protect Israel from nonviolent pressure to end its 50-year-old occupation of Palestinian territory and other abuses of Palestinian rights. Well, Democracy Now!'s Nermeen Sheikh and I spoke to Roger Waters on Wednesday. I began by asking him to respond to a recent statement by Howard Coppell, a Nassau County legislator, who attempted to shut down Roger Waters' upcoming concerts in Long Island. He called Waters a, quote, virulent anti-Semite and said, quote, embrace the BDS movement and Nassau will not do business with you. There is no room for hatred in Nassau. The first
3: thing that leaps out of that statement is the notion that I might be in some way anti-Semitic or against Jewish people or against the Jewish religion or against anything uh, that has Jewishness or attached to it, because I'm not. I'm clearly not. You know, they they come my past and and they find it very difficult to substantiate uh, that accusation. Um, But they they use that accusation, as they do with anybody who supports BDS or anybody who criticizes Israeli foreign policy or the occupation, Um, that is their standard go-to um, responses to call you an anti-Semite to start calling you names and, and hopefully to discredit you.
1: Right. Okay, and we kind of went over this and I like how they're labeling them r- legendary rock musicians. So like how things work now is that we just call people racist, Nazis, anti-Semites if we want people to, to, to uh, not pay attention to them or not uh, take them seriously. Uh, so that, thats he's addressing that. And uh, that that is a true statement. We do do that. We if we want people to ignore someone in this country, or to uh, e- even advocate violence towards someone, or be okay with violence towards someone, we label them as is white supremacists or other whatever it is. Right, Republicans he does have a point when it is even if it's wrong point it's the freedom for him to be allowed to prove that point to the best of his ability not to censor his right to freedom of speech right and then so this bill apparently is a bill that where it sort of puts a stop to people speaking out on upon upon israel which israel is again is a is a huge uh ally of of the united states and um you know I don't know if it's true, but we we kinda of went over this a little bit earlier where Roger Waters is quote saying that uh that uh, that there's um that uh that there's uh Israeli um money being thrown around to sway politicians to to create these uh unlawful laws and and so, you know, it's such a tough little situation because I don't know what's right or what's wrong. Being an ally doesn't mean they are ethical. Saudi Arabia is a big ally too. Right. And 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 Saudi Arabia, whew. <laughs> yeah, Saudi Arabia has some shit going on. The Israel-Palestinian conflict is way too complicated to judge, in my opinion, but murdering people is always wrong. I agree. It means they have power. Yes. Yes, and and another quote that was brought up is like if uh, look to whoever's uh, if you can't criticize a group uh, a certain group of people then you know who's in power and so like criticizing Israel is, is totally wrong which. Listen again. I'm not on any side here. I'm just trying to figure out what what's going on. And I think you're right, Morby. I think it's a very complicated thing for us to figure out on a podcast. But I'm really interested in, in you know seeing where Roger Waters sort of falls on it. Is it propaganda that's been propagated against him? To discredit whatever he says, uh, does he really dislike a whole group of people? And it, it, you know, because there's there's so much information out there that that screams one or the other, and and and, and I, I don't think that's the case. I don't think that he hates anybody. And you know, you're hearing it from him himself. Obviously, no one's gonna go on TV and be like, oh, "I hate the Jews," you know, like and don't let anybody clip that, fuckers. <laughs> i can see it both ways it sucks palestinian people were displaced but uh also where do we put the all the jewish people yeah no i I get it i I mean i don't get it but i I see i see what you're saying i definitely see what you're saying uh he does have oh yeah uh and, and yeah to limit someone's speech to speak about you know what they feel is right or wrong is especially here in the united states it's a big, you know, it always has pushback. It always has pushback, even though we're leaning more towards in that, that, that side where it's like you can't say this, you can't say that. And though they can't make you do it, the government can't technically make you do it, companies can be pressured, you know, and that trickles down to bosses, that trickles down to uh, uh, social media, people who run social media will censor you. So, censorship is always, I mean, that's a big thing here, you know. Uh, what do we need, what we need to remember is that Israel equals Judaism, or oh, does not equal Judaism. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, and and like the thing is that there's a difference between a government and its people, right? Um you know, when we talk about China, who actually has enslaved Uyghur Muslims in their country right now? Uh, Chinese people aren't terrible people, but the government does have uh, their hands in some really icky situations, right? Human human rights violations everywhere. They put up f- f- nets on the outside of these buildings where they make our iPhones. Where they're making our iPhones they're, they're, they, that we buy, they have to put nets on the outside of them. So when people go to jump off them to, to kill themselves, they can save them and put their asses back at work, right? So, I mean, that speaks volumes. Only Nick Cannon would do that. <laughs> Yeah, Nick Cannon has some interesting ideas. You should be able to criticize Israel without being anti-Semitic, but it's a slippery slope. Well, that's the thing. You can't criticize. That's what's happening right now is the ability to criticize or or have an opinion about something without being taken down. And And it's not necessarily a state doing it, but we have corporations, mobs. Twitter bots, you know, Twitter bot, they can just unleash Twitter bots on people and fucking, and and get their, you know, destroy careers because they have an opinion about something. And that's the problem that we're facing right now is that you, that we're, we're making hard lines and we're making it impossible for us to have conversations. We're making it impossible for us to move forward. Instead, we're staying stagnant or going backwards. And, I, and now I'm a firm believer that censorship is is at the heart of that. So let, let's hear more from legendary rock musician Roger Waters.
3: As far as National Colosseum is concerned, and the specific thing there, um, I was hoping that the um, the state attorney, I guess I've forgotten his name for the moment, um, was was going to try and take the case to court and was going to actually litigate with um, with the management of Nassau Colosseum on the grounds that they were breaking some law, because it would have given us a chance to have our day in court and for what I consider to be the side of reason and dialogue and decency and the law and the Constitution and freedom and rights. and being grown up about things, I think they've eventually they've looked at it and thought it was too dangerous, because if they had gone to court with us, I think there's no question but that we would have won the case, and it would have provided a precedent uh, to stop um, legislatures around the rest of the United States from bringing frivolous cases in similar circumstances. Um, so guys, I don't know where you are, but I'm really sorry that you didn't bring this out into the open, because it bears discussion. that They're attempting to take away the First Amendment rights of American citizens and others.
5: But you are playing Friday and Saturday night at Nassau Coliseum.
3: Yeah, we are. And I I really look forward to it. And we will be playing, you know, to uh, great audiences who who will completely understand as well that uh, there is no hatred in my show. I mean, I'm somewhat critical of the current administration um, in a satirical and playful way. Yeah, Morby, I think you're right. Um, But but my show is all about the idea that— uh, if this if this race, the human race, is to survive, even the next fifty or one hundred years, we need to start looking at um the possibility of the transcendental nature of love. And we have to start looking after one another and uh, recognizing our responsibility to others, which is what BDS is about.
7: So, Roger Waters, you wrote um, recently this op ed piece for the New York Times headlined, Congress Shouldn't Silence Human Rights Advocates. And this is about the proposed bill, the Israel Anti Boycott Act. So, could you explain what the act calls for um, and what your own experience has been with it?
3: Well, yeah, as I read it, I haven't, I haven't read the complete draft, but. Um, And I know it sounds ludicrous, but it's true. There is a bill before Congress, S-720, which seeks to criminalize support for boycott divestments and sanctions, which is a nonviolent international uh, protest movement to protest the occupation of Palestinian land that's been going on for 50 years. And they want to to make it a a felony to support BDS, as far as I understand it, with criminal penalties that are— in my view, absurd. Somebody like me, for instance, if the bill was passed in its current drafting, it would be subject to a fine of between $250,000 and $1 million and a term of imprisonment of up to 20 years for, for peaceful, nonviolent political protest um, on behalf of basic human rights for really people, which is absurd, clearly. if you When you put it like that, you think, well, that's ridiculous. Why would Congress—why would Congress even be um, using any of their precious time in the legislature to even discuss such a thing, contravening as it does the First Amendment to the Constitution, which is one of the basic uh, rights that American citizens have, uh, freedom of speech
7: to
1: say what they believe.
7: Well, Explain your own involvement with BDS. How did you come to learn of it and then to support it in
1: the way that you have? Uh, so that, that that makes me wonder if that – because this is from a couple years ago. This is from s- 2017. So did that bill ever get passed? So Bill – F-270 Um, Pass? Question mark? I don't know how to do this. Emmer's first bill passes. Um, Senate passes bill to curb roll-up abuses. Um, Criticizing the nation's policy ain't racist. I have seen nothing to suggest wrong. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you completely, um, Primordial. Um, he's just standing up for what he thinks is right, and that's that's his right. That's his right. And what's happening is he's getting othered, and that's what it seems to be. Seems to be that he's getting othered. He's getting ist. He's getting ist and dist. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're right on there. I, I don't think he's racist. I don't. I, I'm not. I don't hear any racist. They. I mean, this dude was bombed during world war 2 doesn't mean you can't be racist obviously but but he was he went through a war in which w- was propagated by a fucking crazy austrian we don't need to fucking name any names and they bombed the shit out of his out of london where he stayed and he was a part of that bombing he he remembers as a child the shellings that went on so uh it, it is a uh, it, it is very it it, it it is very interesting that he would they would be like well this guy who has suffered the the outcomes of war and which was a war that you know where a lot of Jews ended up getting you know murdered and, and wrongfully terribly horribly um it's interesting that they would just lump him into this again someone who's been through war doesn't not does, not, does not, not make them racist unless it's anti-racism bomb. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So let's see. We'll we'll watch a couple more seconds of this and then we'll move on.
3: Um, well, I I uh, many years ago in two thousand and six, in fact, I was doing a tour uh, and I was asked to play uh, in Israel to do a gig in Tel Aviv, and I'll try and tell this very quickly. Um...
1: Uh, Calypso. Let's, uh, let's Google it. Um, Pink Floyd's Rider Ride his father's World War II fate. He lost his father to World War Two. Um, Roger Waters Pans a poem for veteran who found His father's place uh, Roger Bauer's For the doom of fire bomb Oh Jesus uh, mm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was But you're, you're um, but, but that's a good question And fair enough um, Roger Waters um, Experience period World War II bombing of London. The dude's like 80. So if he was born in 1943, he would have been two. So would he have remembered? Um... Roger no. Waters was born in 1943. The younger two boys, his father and son of a coal miner, labor party school teacher, Von Christian. the early years, Second World War, Waters' father was conscientious abse- objector who drove an ambulance during the Blitz. He later changed his stance on pacifism, joined the terror uh, army. Uh, he was killed five months later during the Battle of Uh, Anzio, when Roger was five months old, he was commemorated in April at the Casino War Cemetery. Waters unveiled the monument to his father. So the stories were still fresh at the time. Yes. I don't think you would remember age two, yo. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I have that wrong. So I'm glad that we went into that. But I'm pretty sure pretty sure that he mentioned something about that um goodbye blue sky goodbye why i must speak out on israel um hmm um i could have swore Uh, um, there's a YouTube video. Pink flag. Oh yeah. That's the Roger water's bravery of being on the range. I have been at war. If you want to ask, I I wasn't gonna, but I don't, I, I was not (laughs) Okay. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate you Clipso. I appreciate you sharing that with us. And, uh, I hope that you were able to get out of that without too much trauma. That sounds horrifying. I couldn't imagine what that's like to be in war. So uh, I might be wrong. Thank you, Calypso, for for getting us fact-checking that because I, I could have swore I've heard him talk about the bombs falling in London and that he was a part of that. Uh, I swear to God, I thought that, that he remembers those. It might have been a podcast somewhere. I don't know. But... You know, we can't find it. Papacito, thank you so much, buddy, for the lurk. You enjoy your lurk.
3: And I started getting, uh, I know I agreed to do a gig in Tel Aviv, and I immediately started getting emails from people saying, are you sure you want to do this? And then I was told about BDS, which was started by Palestinian civil society in 2005. And I engaged in a dialogue, that famous word, with these, with these, with these people um, and with Palestinians. And they convinced me that I should cancel the gig uh, that we were going to play uh, in, in Tel Aviv. And But as a, as a kind of an act of compromise, I moved the gig to a, um, a place called Neve Shalom, or Wahat asalam I think it is in Arabic, uh, which is an agricultural community where many different um, religions Christians, Jews, Muslims, Druze, all live together. Their children all go to school together. And, it's, you know, so it's it's, um, it's an agricultural—they grow chickpeas for a living. Uh, and so we we did the gig there outdoors. <laughs> and it was a huge success. 60,000 Israelis came. No Palestinians, of course, because they're not allowed to travel, But uh, which is kind of the start of my story. And at the end of that gig, I stood up, and they'd been— Hugely enthusiastic, the audience and I said, "You are the generation of young Israelis who have the responsibility to make peace with your neighbours and to figure out this terrible mess that your country has got itself into." And there was complete silence. It was like I saw this sixty thousand kids all looking at me, going, "What is he talking about? This, this is not in the script." So anyway, I, I went back the next year at the invitation of UNRWA. And,
5: the United Nations agency. Yes,
3: uh, exactly. Um, um, a lovely one called Allegra Pachea. Who, who
1: yeah, no problem, Primordial. We're going to get off here, too. Uh, so, you know, just a little bit more background on Roger there. So there it is. Um, yeah, I think Primordial, you made a good point there, buddy, that, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like he's racist. It doesn't seem like he's anti-Semitic. It seems like that he's just sort of sticking up for something that he believes in. And so... Yeah, I I don't think that Roger Waters is evil. I don't think we need to cancel him, although we can if you want to. God damn it. There we go. Roger Waters has been canceled.